Welcome back to the I Am Symposium. And I'm with Meg Beeler, who always has a lot of wisdom to share. And I'm just doing a little of the technical aspects of, of this. And hold on one second. It's hard to be dialing all the knobs over here and controlling the conversation too. Hi, hey Meg. Hi, Renee. It's wonderful to be here. I love celebrating the solstice, solstice this way. It's like I know it's, my, you've been my here favorite holidays. Years. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, we're we're live over on the Wind Clan. Okay. Hold on. All right. I think we're good to go. So um, welcome, Meg, and, and want to tell people about where you're from and what you're doing and what we're going to talk about today. That would be great. Okay. So uh, the universe is a feast, and I'm going to talk today about how you can tap into the boundless energy that surrounds you. Uh, this all, for me, comes from my work in the Andes for 30 years, and also with core shamanic journeying, and uh, the stars have been calling me for a long, long time, and I wrote a book a couple of years ago called Weave the Heart of the Universe into Your Life. And I've been exploring how to kind of come out of the closet more about this stuff because it's powerful, but uh, hard to talk about. So I'm gonna do it today. Well, good, then help us come out of the closet, would you? <laughs> okay. I have a different kind of conversation about coming out of the closet that's in <laughs> January at the Finding Freedom Symposium. But today we're at the I Am Symposium, so. So there are many closets to come out of. There's so many closets to come out of. You know, just get out of the closet. You know what? Let's just Let's open the doors. The closet this year. Actually, I'm and in my house. I'm thinking about taking out a closet and moving it because I want more open space. And it's like, mm. okay, there goes the closet. Yeah. <laughs> there be no closets. All my stuff will be out in the yard. Great. So. So your power to heal comes from your heart connection to the cosmos and your your connection with the cosmos gives you the courage to meet these times of transition in alignment with all that is. This morning I was doing a meditation and what I was shown is that before the single celled creatures in our evolutionary history arose on the earth were the stars. The stars are our ancestors, our sisters and brothers and that's the context that we're thinking about today. How do we reconnect with those stars and, and uh, draw in the wonderful energy and light that they give us and, and uh, um, be in reciprocity with them? Awesome. So, so um, as we know in the, all the shamanic worlds, whatever spirits and elements you work with are reciprocal. They give back in what's called Aini in the, in the uh, Andes and Quechua. And so besides honoring and acknowledging our helping spirits, whether they're wind or stars, bears or jaguars, what other qualities feed this process? So first, I think you need stillness to listen and receive. 
you need patience as you try to interpret the metaphor and, and unfold the mystery. You need to embed your spiritual practice in your daily life. And uh, you need to experience without always getting answers. And that's one of the hardest things. When you're given a calling and you don't know what to do, part of what I'm going to talk about today, to just have the patience to keep asking and keep listening and and uh, keep waiting because uh, spirit unfolds in its own time and space. And finally, you need community so that you can build trust and develop your practice. The community of humans, of spirit helpers, and of the ancient wisdom keepers. So this last is what we're doing here today as we keep the fires going to celebrate together the longest night and the return of the light. I have some stories from my 30 years of shamanic practice to share today. These stories are about the mysterious ways of cosmic reciprocity, how you can decipher them and how your stories can inform your spiritual calling. So on the first of many trips to Machu Picchu, we were standing next to some ancient, ancient stairs carved out of living rock. They were roped off and inaccessible and I wanted nothing more to climb them. The energy was so amazing. We were guided there to look towards a stone building with windows facing the four directions. Americo told us that the Inca priests used to shine light out those four windows toward all the Apus or mountain spirits. Um, this is like 500 years ago, of course, before electricity. He said that the Inca priests connected with the stars and got messages from the stars, just like our Caro teachers still do today. So I was hooked. Talking to the stars and shining your spiritual light that far were about the coolest things I'd ever heard. On the train back to Cusco, I took advantage of a little quiet and went up to America in my halting Spanish and asked what star I came from. He said, I think you come from Andromeda the closest galaxy to our Milky Way. So I came home from this trip with two mysteries to explore, how to create filaments of light and how to discover more about Andromeda, my home. I use shamanic journeying with my power animals and teachers as my main method of exploration for finding answers to these mysteries. Another related story I have is um, about the tradition in the Andes to give people a stone during ceremony and as a reciprocal act. I was in a random store in Cusco and the store owner came up and handed me a very heavy black stone. Um, listening to this stone, I'll actually hold it in my hand here. Listening to this stone, I learned it was a meteor that carried the energy of flying through the cosmos. The stone taught me the really the reality of what's called living energy or calcite that, that the Caro talk about, that everything is alive and, and has a voice and we can learn from everything. So every time I've passed around this stone in my workshops, participants can immediately know where the stone comes from because it's so strong. I think that's pretty amazing. This stone lives in my mesa, my medicine bundle, helping me tune into the cosmos and draw on its power. A few years after the stone gift, I had a dream I called the Milky Way Path. 
in the dream, I found myself literally walking in the Milky Way, surrounded by brilliant stars. Uh, the radiance and light of them was just stunning. I saw other people, but no one I knew. So I kept walking amidst the stars, not knowing where I was going. The dream message was that this was my path to walk the Milky Way. However, I had no idea how to do that. I continued to use shamanic journey and read what I could from, especially from indigenous tribes who have a lot of stories about the star beings. The Maya say the Milky Way is the trunk of the world tree. Um, and it's a spiritual ladder between the three worlds. My friend Melissa, Marissa Lovett says um, that the Milky Way is for integration of consciousness and understanding of consciousness. And this makes sense to me. I've been writing a blog for 20 years about shifting consciousness. So out of my inquiry about the Milky Way path came a calling to create star despachos. They're a specific type of Andean offering to call star beings down in, in turbulent times. So I made many of these star despachos around the world on the mountains, and I invited others to create them. One of the things that we learned was that the star beings are really our allies in these times. The fourth experience, the piece that really opened the cosmic doors for me, came from receiving the ninth rite of the Munai Ki. This ninth rite is an initiation for the times to come. And its source was prophecy received by the Carol probably 70 years ago in the Peruvian Andes. During the initiation, sitting in meditation with my teacher, Dona Bernardina, I experienced the vastness of the cosmos through her. I found myself in her energy field as, I, as if I was seeing with her wisdom and her eyes. It was a totally profound experience. Later, I learned that this sort of mind to heart transmission is well known in the Buddhist world. It's called terma, meaning treasure transmission. And that was certainly my experience. So the creative energy of the cosmos opened my heart and became my world. As I gave this Munai Ki initiation to many others over the years, I continually stepped back into that vastness and learned it more deeply. This taught me the importance of, of practice in deepening your wisdom, whatever it is. And it led me to write, weave the heart of the universe into your life, to share the Andean Cosmovision in their ways of engaging with light, energy, and spirit. Here we are. Um, I'll introduce you all to ways of working with this energy and guided visualization shortly. So when you connect with the cosmos, you become larger than yourself. Your vision expands beyond the personal to encompass the collective, our whole interconnected world. And we all know how important that is. We see Greta Thunberg standing up and reminding us that we all live together and we have to um, step up. Um, so for me, the, the, these cosmic connections are one way of doing that, of, of getting out of the daily things of daily life. 
So imagine aligning yourself with your special star, which guides and energizes you, or the star winds that come from massive explosions. Imagine aligning yourself with all the stars in the cosmos, more than all the grains of sand on the entire earth, or the two trillion galaxies in the universe. Imagine aligning with the gaseous filaments that flow between all the galaxies and multiverses. Alignment with the spirits of these cosmic forces gives great comfort. Aligning yourself with the vastness of black matter—sorry, the vastness of black matter, the forces of creation and destruction and the filaments connecting our universes makes our human problems seem smaller. It helps you step into meaning outside the time-space continuum. And in these connections, you also step into the lineage of spiritual mas masters of... Um, sorry, I need to get a glass of water. You step into the lineage of spiritual masters whose consciousness lives on lifetime to lifetime. In these cosmic connections, your consciousness shifts and deep wisdom evolves. Star beings help you to do this. You come from the stars. You are made of the same minerals and dust. You drink the water from the stars that seeded our planet. The universe is a feast your body remembers and it's possible to access those memories. How? I want to share one experiential portal into your cosmic connections. This guided visualization will give you a taste of aligning with and flowing with the Milky Way and the cosmos through your body. You'll use your in-breath and out-breath to stay focused on moving your energy while you visualize and imagine the light of the stars, galaxies, and universes flowing through you. When you experience your energy flowing like this with the cosmos, you have access to the power and you're less likely to get stuck in, in the density and heavy heartedness that we often feel. <clears throat> so this cosmic connection will give you courage to meet these times of transition in alignment with all that is. I invite you now to take a deep breath and feel your feet on the ground, feel your roots going into the earth and take another deep breath. Place your hands on your heart, sending your breath in and out through your heart. Feel your heart energy as you breathe in through the heart and out through the heart in through the heart and out through the heart. Breathe love out through your heart and breathe love in, filling yourself. Send love on your breath to those listening, to your loved ones, to anyone who is ready to receive. Breathe love from others in on your breath, filling yourself. Feel how this calms and connects you. Now we'll shift the flow of our breath to the vertical, opening, creating a stream between the earth, our bodies, and the cosmos. Breathing in, 
draw energy up through your feet, through your heart, and out your crown into the cosmos. Breathing out, draw energy from the cosmos down through your crown, into your heart, through your feet, and into the earth. As you continue breathing, observe the energy flow with you, through you with your breath. Let the energy fill your cells, your heart, your bones and organs and muscles as it passes through your body from earth to cosmos to back. See the stream of energy flowing through you. Make it tangible. Feel the earth running through you, feel the cosmos running through you. Let the energy help you feel fluid like a river. You're not holding on to these energies. You're part of their natural flow. Now, as your breath and energy leave your crown, notice the billions of stars in the Milky Way galaxy. Draw their light energy down. Fill your body with starlight and observe it flowing through you into the earth. Send the earth energy out into the Milky Way with your breath. Draw down the energy of stars forming and dying, gases flowing, all the creative, all the tremendous creative energy within the galaxy. Draw all this creative energy down through your crown, letting it fill your heart, cells, bones, organs, muscles, as it passes through your body and into the earth. Again, send earth energy into the Milky Way and draw star energy down through your crown. Visualize and imagine as much as you can of the light and the brilliance as you breathe. <clears throat> Once more, draw star energy down through you into the earth and send earth energy through you into the Milky Way. You come from these stars and you have the same creative potential. <clears throat> now let your attention go beyond our Milky Way galaxy, beyond the neighboring galaxies, beyond our universe, and into the vast network of filaments beyond the beyond. Let yourself sense and feel the filaments that connect each universe to the others. Called Indra's net by the ancients and Laniakea by the astronomers, these filaments look like a spider web studded with jewels. Draw this energy down through your crown and into your heart. Fill your whole body with the filaments that connect universe to universe. See them flowing and dancing through you and into you. Continue breathing this energy in and out. Really letting yourself feel the wave of filaments going into all parts of your body. Feel a part of this vastness. Feel yourself a glowing jewel in this great net. Rest in the vastness and connection between all the universes. Keeping yourself in a place of flow, gently open your eyes and notice what has changed. 
This meditation visualization is a gift you can explore and play with as you extend your connections into the cosmos. Use it to teach yourself to work from your heart and experience the vastness, creative energy, and potential. Every time you do it, you empower yourself to flow with the winds of change. By following the threads of meditations and visualizations like this, dream and journey, initiation and sensory experience, you can weave the fabric of your connections into a beautiful whole cloth. So all the messages I'm receiving about these times, and I'm not the only one, have to do with strengthening our collective energy field. Finding ways of extending such practices, trusting and believing in them is our job as healers now. For example, all our fire tenders holding space and all of us who create a web of life, sorry, a web of light on the full moon, feed the collective and help each of us feel a connected part of the whole. To help this process of your connecting with the cosmos, Along, I'm offering you a gift, a wonderful spirit-given guided visualization for managing and moving your energy toward joyful radiance and connection. It's a mini sampler of my Thrive with Energy Alchemy online training course. The visualization will help you clear, calm, and connect with the elements. You can download it and listen to it over and over. And of course, access it through the I Am Gifts page. I also invite you to connect with me at megbeeler.com. Part of my service to the community is offering free calls. I love talking with you about your mystical path. So talk to me if you're curious, if you want to integrate your cosmic work into your practice, or if you want mentoring to support you as you explore your own mysteries, you can sign up for an appointment at megbeeler.com. And finally, the book I mentioned, Weave the Heart of the Universe into Yourself gives you stories, tools, and a perceptual framework to shift your consciousness and help heal our broken species. The 64 practices guide you in becoming your joyful, luminous self, reflecting the light of the universe within you. So in closing, I want to offer you a little blessing. Your power to heal comes from your heart connection with the cosmos. Your connection with the cosmos gives you courage to meet these times of transition in alignment with all that is. My wish for you, what my teacher said of me, is that you learn how to tr transform your personal energy into cosmic energy. So the energy of your heart extends through the entire river of being. Let me say that again. You learn how to transform your personal energy into cosmic energy. So the energy of your heart extends through the entire river of being. Thank you. Sorry, that's a beautiful thought to leave us with. And um, I started drifting off on that meditation and I'm there like, no, 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 tether yourself here with a kite. <laughs> to the, you know, there's a lot of technical stuff that I'm doing, dialing all these knobs. and Well, it's hard to stay focused. And that's why I love using breath. Um, 
and combining it with visualization. Well, we have, we, I don't, a couple of, I don't know if you know, but this month the wing told me that we were, you know, we had a, there was a new breathing method that we were ready to explore next with the wind whistle. And so we've all been learning how to, how to use that. And even more so, I don't know if you've heard me speak, but that it's, it's the formation of the breath that creates, that's where creation takes right. place, not in the words. Oh, and of course. We've been working with that a lot lately. Well, I really appreciate all your wisdom and, and thank you for joining us here and telling, I mean, you can tell everyone she's a grounded, solid wisdom keeper and what a great offer for her to make that, you know, if you need some guidance, she's there as a mentor. I mean, that's far and, you know, that's a far and rare quality. So I, I honor that in you, Meg. Thank you, Renee. And, you know, I do it because like most of us, I didn't have a mentor. I had teachers but then they weren't available to ask questions. And it's hard to figure it out on your own, as you know. <laughs> well, someone just wrote me right before we got on the call. Like, you know, I know that this is a, I know that this is a, a group class, but you know, I, I'm not ready to share this on the wall and I don't wanna, and, and you know, and when, you're, when you're doing a large group of a, you know, a couple hundred people, it's like really hard to separate out like, well, how do I give myself to this person? So I have assistants who do that and, you know, that mentoring thing is really, I mean, I have mentors in my life. So I, I feel really blessed that I do, but a lot of people don't. And I try to make that space open in the wind clan and definitely with the I am symposium that you can maybe when you go over, see the speakers page, I'm not going deeply into their bios because they've written their bios over there and there's <laughs> gifts over there to their, you know, their web links and stuff like that. And it's more about listening with your heart here, that heart she was just talking about and seeing, is there somebody here that really resonates Absolutely. with me that I feel like could be, you know, a teacher, because a lot of times we want to go to the, you know, we, we think that this person should have time. And really it's like, who do you really resonate with? Not who do you think is going to look good on your, you know, your, as a shoulder bag. And, yeah. and so <laughs> that's I, a good one. <laughs> I never thought of myself as being a shoulder bag. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, like, and I, I meant like, you know, what purse looks better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. It's like, no, what? It, it's really true. We've learned, all of us teachers have learned over the years that, that many, many people go to the most famous one. Of course, the most famous one doesn't have any time for you. Right. So the rest of us are here to kind of pick up the pieces and, be available. And, you know, when I talk about coming out of the closet, it's because it's so, when you're a mystic, it's so, you can't talk to most people. They ah. roll their eyes or look at you cross-eyed. So it's really important to have community and to have mentors where you can say what's really happening for you. Uh, and you can't, you know, it's hard, as you know, it's hard to get to the, get on your path by yourself. It's hard right. to say. Well, it, it can happen, but it's one of the rarer kinds of formats. All right. Well, we're on to we're we we're keeping on our, our schedule because because uh, I have Dory Coat Coat Coat. How do I say it? Coat Cote Cote Maine. Yeah. I should know that French Barabo and <laughs> in the waiting room here. And we're going to bring her on next. And definitely check out Meg's gifts and uh, check out her website. I'm going to say this unequivocally every presenter here 
will make somebody a good mentor hmm. because they wouldn't be here if I didn't think that they were sitting in a place of integrity, honesty, and have a, a deep amount of wisdom to share. We don't need those surface wisdom anymore. We need the people who are holding it with a, you know, deep, deep wisdom. So, and, and thank you for helping all of us hold the space and be connected. It's really a wonderful gift you give us. Thank you, Meg. And we'll talk to you again soon. Mm -hmm.